0: You are Locked On Cowboys,
1: your daily podcast on the Dallas Cowboys. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. And welcome to Locked On Cowboys. It is Saturday morning. I am your host, Drew Davison. I am about to head to San Francisco for the Cowboys 49ers game. Sunday, 3.25 p.m. Texas time. Cowboys looking to get to 3-1, and one, coming off of a win last week, last Sunday night, against the Chicago Bears. And in today's episode, I'm going to play sound from Jason Witten, as well as offensive coordinator Scott Linehan. And those two really touched on all the hot topics, kind of of the day of the season, kind of what's going on. Jason Witten was really good about talking about Colin Kaepernick. And is standing against the national anthem and why the Cowboys, no one on the Cowboys has kind of followed suit there. So, uh, but first, let's just jump right in. Scott Linehan met with reporters on Thursday. I'm going to play you some of that sound. He starts off talking about why the Cowboys have scripted plays early on. So, let's just jump right in. Here is offensive coordinator Scott Linehan.
0: What is the goal of the script? More about what you do is more to see how they react to what you do. Or? It's a little bit of both. You know, we want to run plays we feel really good about, but we also want to be able to get in and out of personnel grouping. So we see how you know until you get in there, you don't know how the defense is going to match you. Um, so you want to see have that information. It's really good information for later down the road if you have a kind of a unique personnel grouping. You know what defensive personnel was matched in that, and then you have contingency planning off of that. So that has a lot to do with it too. Scott, I know that you guys preach accountability here with the Cowboys. How much did it put you guys behind the eight ball to have your star receiver missing for two days and not know if you're going to have a healthy Des Bryant or a Des Bryant that you're going to essentially have to sideline and and bring in a guy like Bryce Butler? Well, you know, the whole whole deal with with that is it's it's really difficult when you're, you, and certainly disappointing, I'm sure with Dez was such a good place physically, and uh, you know, he had an injury early last year, and a lot of times, even Dez and some of these guys are still young, they get, tend to maybe over uh, react to the initial thing, and you just got to kind of let the dust settle, and uh, after a couple of days, he, he was able to come to a, to a good place is where he was, and it, you know, there's a there's a looks like a great outlet for even returning this week. So um, sometimes you think the worst, and it's not necessarily true. We're more concerned with him being okay and all that stuff and being ready to go. Um, you know, he was back at it here um, the last couple days and um, ready to go. So we're just glad to have him back with a with a great mind frame to uh, be ready to go uh, here soon. With that being said, though, seven years in the league, and I know the preseason narrative has been, you know, he's taken responsibility for who
1: he is on this team, a leader to the younger guys. Do you
0: worry that it's sending the wrong message? No, I just think we just deal with these guys as human beings. They're not gonna be perfect. They're not gonna always maybe do what's uh, on paper the right thing. But, you know, he was dealing with a really disappointing potential injury that ended up being a really, um, a lot better uh, outlook. And, uh, you know, he's learned from it, we all learn. We don't always make the right decisions on paper. But if we learn from it and we're accountable to it, and he is, everybody uh, everybody knows his, uh intentions and, and his, uh, his approach is in the right place, and we, we believe in him and always will.
1: All right. Well, that was offensive coordinator Scott Linhan, and as you heard, a lot of talk this week about Des Bryant. Des Bryant has officially been listed as questionable for Sunday's game. And before we get more into that and get into some Jason Witten sound, let me remind you all, check out the Locked On Podcast Network. I tell you this every day because the Locked On Podcast Network brings you the best information, the most insight you could possibly imagine around the league. Locked on NFL with Matt Williamson is a must listen to all the big topics of the days. Locked on fantasy covers all your fantasy needs. Check out Locked on 49ers to get your up to date info on the Cowboys' next opponent. And also check out Locked on NBA. NBA season is just uh, just around the corner. Pretty much every team is covered. Locked on Mavericks is a must listen. So definitely go check out the Locked On Podcast Network on Audio Boom on iTunes. As always, tell your friends about Locked On Cowboys. I definitely appreciate the listens and the interest. But as you heard offensive coordinator Scott Linehan talk about, Des Bryant made himself the story every day this week. He had a hairline fracture that was an injury. Igni- uh, Excuse me. Initially diagnosed after the game, they wanted to do more tests, have him undergo an MRI on Monday. He no showed that. Then he missed a team meeting and another MRI on Tuesday. Finally, took it Wednesday. Jason Garrett addressed it Thursday. Des Bryant would not address the reporters on Thursday. Instead, met with him on Friday and. So, the story has just drug on all week. But Des Bright officially listed as questionable for the game against the 49ers. Also questionable, Tyron Smith, who missed last week's game. Chaz Green played pretty well in Tyron Smith's absence. Lael Collins is, of course, out. Ron Leary is going to step into the starting role. Cowboys are very fortunate to have a guy like Ron Leary who can just step in and fill that void. Orlando Scandrick is questionable. So the Cowboys are definitely, definitely missing some key pieces this week. But as you can read in the Star Totem on Sunday, this team is better equipped to deal with injuries this year than they were last year. Check out my story, StartTellerM.com. Cowboys were 2-1 going into week four last year, won two of the next 13 games. They're 2-1 and one this year, a completely different feel. A lot of that has to do with Dak Prescott. A lot of that has to do with Ezekiel Elliott. A lot of that has to do with just the depth that the personnel department has created for the Cowboys. And I expect them – I think – going to San Francisco is a dangerous game. This is a game they should win, but it kind of has that feel that they might slip up and not get it done. But uh, So, we, we will see. We shall see. But I going to play this interview with Jason Winton. He met with reporters. First question I asked him was, of course, on the Des Bryant situation. He also touched on the Colin Kaepernick situation. Touched on you know, he Jason Winton really tried To make it a point of emphasis this offseason to improve his red zone ability, improve his touchdown targets. He made a great touchdown catch in the preseason in Seattle, has not had a touchdown catch yet this season. Dak Prescott's only thrown one touchdown pass. That was to Des Bryant last week. So Jason Witten definitely wants to see his touchdown numbers increase. And I think when you look at Jason Witten's career compared to other elite tight ends, the touchdowns are just missing. Rob Gronkowski put up a lot of touchdowns already in five years. Has more than Jason Witten. Tony Gonzalez was a big red zone threat with the Chiefs and the Falcons. So, that is one thing. If and this is really being nitpicky, but if you want to point to something that Jason Witten hasn't done in his career, it's become that red zone, that end zone threat. But uh, here is Jason Witten leading off, of course, talking about the Des Bryant situation that has kind of carried on all all week. Uh, but this is a lengthy interview. I hope you enjoy it. You know, he talked to the reporters for about eight to ten minutes, and uh, I figured you guys want to listen to him more than me. Jason, as one of the team captains, what do you make of Dez not going to his MRI on time and that whole situation? Well, first off, um, you know I feel for Dez and the
2: setback done with the injury. Um, you know, I enjoyed our relationships over the years. and a good friend you know and he's a football guy it means a lot to him and so uh, i know he's working hard from that standpoint to get back out there you know there's a lot of moving parts with the other stuff you know moving logistics um, but it's been addressed as a team we all understand the standards and expectations for us we got to handle that and, and sometimes that's difficult when you have setbacks with injuries or potential injuries so That'll be addressed and has been addressed, and we move forward.
1: How well equipped do you guys think if he's not able to play? How well equipped do you think you guys are able to withstand his absence? Well, he's a, he's an elite wide receiver, one of
2: the best in the NFL, if not the best. Um, to make plays and create plays and, and draw coverage, I mean, all those things you look for. Uh, as I said, you know, similar to Tony in the situations, you, you just can't flinch in those situations. Uh, we feel like we have depth at the wide receiver position. Bryce is in somebody now. He's in the second year of our system. He's made some plays, has some big playability, and you just got to keep moving forward. I mean, that's, teams have adversity all the time, and you got to be able to just keep moving and, and, and uh, guys fill in while those guys get healthy
1: bigger picture, last year there were a lot of injuries. The team may not have responded very well. This year, Dak comes in, there are other injuries. You guys have responded
2: better. What do you feel like is the difference this go Well, I think Dak deserves a lot of credit for that. I mean, it's just individuals playing well and then collectively playing well. But I, I said it last week, I think one of the things we did as a team is we evaluated where we didn't play well uh, last year and then we got better. And when those situations come up, you have to capitalize. So what does that look like? Third down, we're first in the league right now, keeping drives alive, red zone, efficiency, how good we've been in those situations, so uh, the the formula that Coach Garrett talks about all the time, that winning formula, we've been able to do that, and there's areas we can definitely do better, but I think that's, uh, it all works together, defense, offense, special teams, Dak's done a tremendous job, he hasn't turned the ball over, and then he creates with his uh, legs and and extends these plays, that's worked out for us in the first few games. Jason, I know that you
0: said that the situation's been addressed, on the team
2: that reached out to with the last two days and said, Hey, are you okay? You in? Yeah, I mean, it, look, we all go through different things and I really I mean that's the handle within teams and uh, guys address it and move forward. It happens every week in the NFL from that standpoint. Um, so yeah you always work together and you are talking and that's what teammates are, they're brothers and so um, you know there's a a great saying inside this building by somebody I tremendously respect that you know, let's not circumcise the mosquito here, you know. And so I think that has great value in this. I mean, these things go on and move forward, and and, and they'll understand that. And this game means so much to Death Bryant, and that's a relationship that I've uh, really enjoyed over these years, is seeing that and the, 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 the brotherhood that you have with that. So we will be back out there in no time. He's not a young receiver anymore. In fact,
1: he's the eldest statesman among that group. Were you disappointed at all that he
2: had left? any time things like that happen you, you, we all look at it and say oh, maybe we can do this different or do that different I mean, that, that happens um, and every situation is different so again you, you, you really just you handle it, you address it, and you move forward as a team. Yeah.
0: Jason, you were a big part, obviously, of the arm and arm movement to start the year, and now you guys are going into San Francisco where Kaepernick is making a statement of his own kind of a protest during the National Anthem. What do you think about him making his own kind of protest?
2: Well, he certainly has his freedom to do that. Um, you know, I, I recognize it last week. I think there's the, the biggest thing I think that um, I acknowledge is that the, the, the issue has been brought to the forefront, and, and I think we're all better become. Of that in that situation, uh, I certainly stand, put my hand over my heart, and honor the flag and show tribute to that because uh, that's something I'm extremely proud of and understand that honor. So, uh, and I, I just would reference what I said a few weeks back, General McChrystal There, that I mean, uh, yeah, with the, with uh, how you look at it from the standpoint of we all have different platforms and, and different. Um, faces on it and really what you have to do is understand that you're going to stay honoring that and that's what we've done as a, as a, as a country over the years and, and uh, it's not perfect by any means but um, continue to honor that and, and working through it that's something that I'm proud of and uh, but we all have that freedom.
0: Did you guys as a team discuss how you wanted to handle that and if, if you want to all stand for the national anthem in the same way or were there discussions among the cowboys
2: players well there's always different discussions that come up a lot you know i mean going back to training camp we had the opportunity to to unite our community here but um look the the, the players have freedoms i mean I, i really don't like to get in conversations that take place inside a locker room but uh certainly guys have freedoms here and that's acknowledged
1: McGraven. I think I said McCrystal. Yeah yeah, 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 McGraven. Because uh, I know you said you had that great touchdown catch in Seattle, and you said I think that was one area you kind of wanted to improve. I mean, yeah. you came close last week, but how hungry are you to? In yeah, I mean, that's, you know, you never know. I mean, last games go
2: different ways. I mean, they were showing some attention to me in Chicago. Um, really didn't have a whole lot of opportunities there, but that's the way games go. They come and, and they come in streaks. And uh, I think that's what this team has shown. I mean, there's weeks where you get 14 targets, and there's weeks you get two or three. And that's, gonna stay at it. And, and we believe as an offensive system that, you know, we're going to attack coverages and the ball's going to go where the coverage dictates. And, and uh, very unselfish group. And that's something I'm proud to be a part of. And so you always want to capitalize on your opportunities in the red zone. Uh, that was a tricky play on that situation. But yeah, I mean, I, I'm anxious. It's an area that I, I spent a lot of time in the, in the all season evaluating. So I think we've done a good job as a team. We can, always can do better in the red zone last week, you know, four for four, four efficiency. So um, but yeah, just anytime you get opportunities you want to take, take advantage of.
1: All right, and that was Jason Witten there talking about the upcoming game against the 49ers, and that is going to do it for me. A real quick prediction, I have the Cowboys winning this game 23-20. I think it will be close. I think it's going to be uh, down to the wire, but at the end, I think the Cowboys pull it off. I think the 49ers will make it make it a game and make it interesting, but at the end of the day, I think I do think the Cowboys – are the better team. So, I got the Cowboys winning this and improving to 3-1. and one. I'll be back on Monday with some reaction as well as sound from the locker room. And as always, I do appreciate it. Please let your coworkers, let your friends know Locked On Cowboys with Drew Davidson is a must listen, or at least I think so. So, anyways, this is Drew Davidson of the Fort Worth Star-Telegram. Follow me on Twitter at Drew Davison, D-A-V-I-S-O-N. Shoot me an email, Davison at star-telegram.com. Until Monday, take care and enjoy the game on Sunday.
0: the list.